Welcome back to another PM Excite podcast episode brought to you by our friends at Inspection Manager who are always looking for ways to make the lives of property managers easier and they've certainly been busy recently releasing some fantastic new features that are designed to do even more of the heavy lifting for property managers. Things like 360 degree inspections and one tap maintenance reporting. It's all very cool stuff and designed to ease the load for property managers while at the same time impressing the pants off your clients. Well, maybe not their actual pants, but you get what I mean. Perhaps I should have said inspection manager will help make you look good to your clients. So if you haven't already done so, or perhaps it's been a little while, it's definitely worth having a chat with them because you never know, they might just change your life. Now this week, I wanted to share with you my thoughts about sending emails versus making phone calls when you're a property manager. This is something I get asked about quite a bit and has been a hot topic of conversation in the property management world for a long time. Well, as long as I can remember anyway. Many bosses, particularly those who started their real estate career in sales, when they receive complaints or have unhappy clients will say to me, why can't they, meaning their team members, just pick up the phone and talk to people? If they just picked up the phone more often, we wouldn't have so many problems. And whilst I agree that in many instances, talking directly with someone would definitely reduce the drama and prevent a lot of the misunderstandings we see in property management, Anyone who's ever worked with me, well, they know I am all about the phone calls. I don't believe that the solution to our communication issues in the industry is always to pick up the phone. It's too much of a simplistic approach to what can be a very complicated role on any given day. And often, and I know I've been guilty of using this term myself, a phone-first policy for all scenarios is not sustainable for an agency to have for their property management department. And this is because of the nature of the relationships we have with our clients. Salespeople, they go on a different journey with their clients. They initially share a bit of love and value to build the relationship. Then they have this, well, usually have a fairly intense period of time together where decisions need to be made quickly and emotions are running high and then, well, the love fest, it settles down more into a, again, a nurturing role. So when a client's selling their home or purchasing a property, it is usually the number one thing that is going on in their life at that moment, and they are consumed by it. They're always available. They want to talk about it all the time. They want to feel excited. And let's face it, they want super personal attention. After all, this is one of the most important decisions they will ever make in their lives. But for property managers, the relationship they have with their owners and renters, it, well, it's a little different, a bit more complicated. And let's be real, although there may be some intense moments, for the most part, our clients don't want there to be a lot of excitement and drama well, happening during their relationship with us. They don't want to be thinking about their investment property or, or where they live all the time. They've got plenty of other things going on in their lives that warrant their attention. Basically, they want the experience to be hassle-free and ideally just have stuff kind of go on in the background. Now, at different times, they're going to need a bit more personal attention when they're feeling, say, a little more vulnerable, which makes it a little tricky for us. And we, it's why we need to be very good at recognising how we should be communicating at, given, at any given time. So what method we should be using depending on the person we're dealing with and where they are along in their client journey. 
And if you're the boss, it's really important to note that as an agency, you need to be very clear about how you would like your team to be communicating with your clients in different situations. When we're a little wishy-washy, this is where things can get out of hand. Now, if you're a regular listener of the podcast or a member of the PM Club with PM Excite, you'll have definitely heard me reference the three T's of communication before. So technique, timing, and tone. This simple framework, well, it helps us nail our communication. And today what I'm talking about is the technique piece. And when I talk about technique, what I'm referring to is the method of communication you're going to use. Will it be an email, a phone call, a Zoom session, an in-person meeting, an SMS? You get the picture. And what I've found property managers struggle with, particularly when they are under pressure, is which technique to use in their communication. Now in our world, email seems to be the simplest and easiest way to communicate in most instances, particularly when we're dealing with multiple clients and, and different situations at any given time. But often when we're under pressure, by selecting email as our go-to technique, we mess up the other two T's, so the timing and the tone. So emailing when under pressure is not always the best option to choose. But when you're in the thick of things, you just want to get stuff happening. So what I've come up with for you today are a few simple ways to help you determine which technique to select, whether it's appropriate to pick up the phone or send an email. So it's a bit of a guide if you like. So let's talk emails first. These are for situations where you are being proactive in your approach and generally work best when we can easily anticipate what's going to happen next or um, a decision or answer is not required immediately. It's also a great tool for providing information, again, where a response is not necessarily required. Now, in property management, we have a whole heap of steps or actions that we know are going to occur in a client's journey. And we can anticipate at what point we can provide relevant information to a client in an email, particularly if it's repeatable. And then there is, and if there's more than one person that needs to receive it, this is where it's really helpful. This means emails can work really, really well for our industry. Providing vacating renters with information about what steps they need to take with, to help with a smooth final inspection, that's a classic example of where an email is appropriate. Just like emailing 90 days out from the end of a lease is appropriate to find out what their plans are. Another example is emailing an owner to confirm you have organised a tradie to attend a repair. That's appropriate, rather than calling them to say that you've done this. Unless, of course, the situation has become more complicated than you initially thought. So just remember, emails are most efficient for simple messages, but when an issue is more complex, then they result in a lot of back and forth conversations or can result in that, which becomes very frustrating for both parties. The tone deteriorates and things get out of hand. Personally, nothing annoys me more than reading an email trail that just goes on and on. This immediately tells me an email was not the correct communication technique for the situation. And when it comes to deciding whether to pick up the phone or not, a good rule of thumb is when you require a quick response, call rather than email. Not everyone checks their inbox as often as property managers do. And likewise, if the issue is a little more complicated, a phone call is better. You are less likely to be misinterpreted and it's much easier for the client to ask questions or clarify what is happening. Now, the biggest downfall with phone calls for property managers is that we often end up playing phone tag. 
And this then becomes frustrating for both parties. You find this happening, don't be frightened to suggest or organise a suitable time to talk. You could do this via SMS as an example. Um, if you miss the person you are calling, leave a voice message, but then follow up with an SMS. They're more likely to read your text actually than listen to your voicemail, by the way. And for me, I much prefer that whenever possible, we pick up the phone and talk to an owner about repairs as an example. Notice I said repairs, not maintenance. This is because when a repair is when something needs to be fixed, so there's some urgency around the issue. A decision is required and undoubtedly, because money needs to be spent, an owner's going to have some questions and require clarification around the situation. And this is why a phone call works best for repairs. Maintenance, however, is preventative in nature, so there is less urgency around a client's response and you will undoubtedly need to provide them with information as to what the issue looks like and what your recommendations are. So in this instance, if the matter is not too complicated, an email would be appropriate. Do you see the difference between the two? We can't treat all jobs in the same way and I think this is where property managers often get themselves into trouble in this space. And guys, I know that you're going to have clients that may be in different time zones, so a phone call may not be appropriate. In this instance, if the matter is not straightforward, and particularly if you need a decision reasonably quickly, organise a time to meet online, or something I find quite effective is you could send a voice message or a short video explaining the issue rather than an email. Long, complicated emails with someone who doesn't have English as their first language can be incredibly frustrating for everyone involved. So in summary, phone calls are perfect for when a decision or response is required quickly and the issue is not straightforward. You're less likely to be misinterpreted and you will connect better with the person you're talking to. They're also more effective when emotions run high. And this is why phone calls are perfect for I guess those trouble situations. Emails are great when there's a simple message and we're being proactive in our approach when we don't need quick action from the recipient and the matter is not complicated. They're perfect when a personal connection is not required. So these two methods of communication actually complement each other as well. If you have a phone conversation with someone, a quick email to confirm what was discussed and what action is going to be taken is very powerful and it helps demonstrate your professionalism. It also leaves no room for misunderstanding. Likewise, if your recipient or the recipient of your email has questions, it's a very simple matter to suggest a catch up on the phone if it's clear they have questions or are not understanding what is required. Because sometimes what is simple for one person is actually much more complicated for another. Now, a good rule of thumb here is that if they ask a question, you respond, and then if they ask another in another email, it's time to pick up the phone. So guys, the big thing I want you to remember here is the connection piece. Remember, we are in a relationship with our clients. At times, a really great email, which is delivered at the perfect time with the correct tone, well, it's going to be enough to keep our relationship strong and healthy. But at different times, our clients are going to need a different kind of love from us, just like if they were selling their house. When a client has a property available for lease, as an example, they're much more vulnerable than at other times on their journey. Now, your relationship is going to be a little more intense at this time, just like when someone is selling their house. So 
Again, think about if they've had a major incident at their property, for example, the ceilings collapsed after storm damage, they're going to need extra love from you. And the simplest and easiest way to do this is by picking up the phone. Okay, if you got where I was coming from today and are keen to really lift how you're communicating with your clients in to that, well, 2023, I can't believe it. I'm sure we can help you at PM Excite. Not only do we have a great range of templates and resources available to make you and your team more lovable in your client's eyes, but we have a great owner newsletter available that is like nothing else out there. Be sure to check out the PM Club at pmexcite.com where all these communication goodies are available to our members. And I'll see you next week.